day, maybe seem like a little rough. It may seem like just uh, another easy day or whatever. Just be thankful that you did not give in to sin. Amen. Praise the Lord. And if you did, it shouldn't be by desire. It should be by accident if you did sin. And if you did sin, you have an advocate, Jesus Christ. You can ask the Lord to forgive you, and he will forgive you. All right? But knowing that he's there to forgive you is not a reason for us to just go and sin. You know, it's almost like, I feel the power of God on me. Thank you. Okay, it, it, we can't just, you know, treat 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 the Lord like He a dog. God is not a dog. Amen. He has feelings. Amen. We read through the scriptures that way. Certain things grieve God. The children of Israel grieved God when they were in the wilderness, and they mumbled and complained. God blessing them, but because they weren't in Egypt anymore. Where Pharaoh was getting all this dainty little stuff and their eyes looking at all this pretty little stuff, they began stiff neck and complain. So I, I caution you that if any complainers among you, me included, I need to watch myself. At least I grieve God, make them angry. If God ain't there's no way I can run, no way I can hide. Praise Lord. Okay, we're gonna talk about something. I got something here. I, I really need to get this to you. God talked to me and told me about this, and I found it. And I said, "Okay, Lord, if you want." Okay. Uh, here, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna ask you something. Well, you're going to respond to the Your participation is always welcome. What are you giving to God? That's a question where you maybe need to marinate. It's some question you're asked. You know, you might have to sit there and think about it. Man, what am I giving to God? What am I giving to God? And, and do, do some inventory. Time to time, it's very important for a sanctified folk to do inventory. That's why church is here to help keep you awake to the list or the inventory that you must put, uh, put on yourself. Not that we here to judge. Look, I'm not here to look at Brother Fields or look at Mr. Fraser or look at you. I'm here to save myself. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You ought to have a desire to want to save yourself. Now, in that area, you must be selfish. And that's the only area you should be selfish. Okay? Now, ask yourself, what am I giving to God? Now, now this is going to cover some things that and I know it's going to be inspiration to you. Now, according to our lesson, um, if you want a, a, a scripture, uh,
You can get uh, 2 Corinthians 8 chapter 1 to 5. You can read it, but the man understands. 2 Corinthians 8? 8, 1 to 5. I'm going to break it down. 2 2 2. Hey, Caleb understands. Mm -hmm. So nobody should be walking around here. Oh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, there are some scriptures you may not understand. That's why you come to church. Sooner or later, somebody's going to hit on it. You want it? You got it? That's Corinthians 8, chapter 1 to 5. Read. Moreover, brothers, uh -huh. we do you to wit the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia. How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Mm -hmm. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves. Praying with us, praying us with much entreaty that we should receive, that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. Okay, stop there. I got other scriptures, but I'm gonna cover that as I go on. Now, the main question, what are you giving to God? You, you put I in instead. What am I giving to God? Amen. There seems to be a misconception regarding uh, the nature of giving. Now, we're not going to just talk about money. We're talking about giving, period. When I give something, it ain't always money. Amen. When you give something, it ain't always money. Mm -hmm. When a couple want to get married, they give their time also. A lot of Christian, a lot of sanctified folk, this is flying over their head. That's why I need to teach this. I, I feel the power of God so great on me. My God. But anyway, listen to this. Uh, see this misconception of the nature of giving. Christians generally give because of a perceived need. Or, in some cases, because of a desire for the blessing associated with giving, right? We give according, because we, uh, 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 we give in, out of, uh, 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 there, there may be uh, uh, blessings that we desire that's associated with giving. So we say, let me give, because I, want, I know the Lord said, if I, don't, if I give, he give unto me, right? Okay, right? While both of these aspects are important, they missed the larger point. What larger point? Giving is prince is fundamentally thankful, thanksgiving, and worship to God. Amen. Giving is part of your worship and being thankful to God. And being and also being good stewards of what He blessed you with. We don't understand that good steward thing though, do we? But if we're going to get an understanding tonight, what a good steward really means in God's eyesight. Now, I'm going to cover some things. I'm going to jump in the New Testament, too. I mean, I'm, and then I'm going to jump in the Old Testament, too. I'm going to clarify some things, and it's going to come pitch crystal clear. I feel like I'm here 
spiritually drawing a picture on the wall. And y'all trying to sit up there, what is he actually trying to draw? When I get through, you're going to understand what the Lord is trying to tell you. Children of God should reserve no room for their lives for covetousness. This is talked about in Luke 12 and 15 and also in Colossians. But in 13 of the 29 parables of Jesus, he referred to the correct use of possessions. Both coveting and giving are concerns with how individuals view their possessions. Well, sir, both, excuse me, both coveting and giving are concerned with how individuals view their possession, and both of these behaviors issues are issues out of the heart. When you serve God, from this point on, stop treating him like he's a person. Treat him, serve him from the heart. But when God dealing with you, he's dealing with you according to your heart. Amen. He's dealing with you according to your heart. He blesses you too. Based on your heart. Your heart is in the right place. You can open up the door and God can just really bless you. If your heart, you can give something and your heart ain't really in it, God ain't studying you. Amen. I got to give this to the Lord. He's taking my money. Yo, my brother Peter. Paul was telling us not giving blood to Corinthians. Yeah. It was given to the church. But but some people are contentious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the word of God should should, should mellow that temper. Yeah. Should mellow that that desire to well but or or go against or I don't I don't see it because you don't see it don't mean it shouldn't be done. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because you don't see it. You don't see the air, but you still inhale and exhale. We don't see something, but it still needs to be done. Now, both coveting and giving are concerned. Okay, now, remember, I said it's both a matter of the heart. Whereas coveting is a desire for more possessions to please self. Yes. And if you ain't careful, we'll be left serving the Lord, and all we want is I want more, I want more, I want more, I want, 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 I want. The desire to please self is I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. I want it today and then next week you got to give me something else again. And some some kids' mentality is like that, but as they grow up, they should get out of that due to instilling of the parents' help shaping them. They need to learn how to give. And not just money all the time. So, we, they, 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 true giving is a desire for more in order to share with God and others. That's the real reason that you desire more. It should be, I desire more so that I can share with the people of God. That's why Jesus told the rich ruler, go sell what you have and give to the poor. Because Jesus said, well, he got a lot. Jesus perceived it when it's deserted that he got a lot. Yeah, you're doing good, but one thing you're lacking. Go sell what you, go give, get your riches and give to the poor. Amen. And you, he didn't perceive his riches as something to share with, 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 with God's people. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Look, you got a bank that you putting putting stuff in. You got a natural bank that you constantly can see. You better make sure you put something in that spiritual bank. And this is not always talking about money, which we think the church is all caught up on. Give me, give me, give me money, money, money. Oh, you better, you better watch yourself. You got some time you need to be giving to the Lord, and you're robbing God of that time. You ain't putting nothing in the spiritual bank, and we expect that when we go to, to when you put something in, we don't really know sometimes why it's there. Look at the natural. We put money in the bank. We don't know why we're saving it. It generally presents itself with an opportunity of something that we need or want or have to fix or a medical condition or what, where we get sick and we ain't able to work. We can pull on that. But change spiritual. We got to put something in the spiritual so that it can help care of us when we're at our lowest point. Yeah. We pulling on that. But if you ain't got nothing to pull on, you can't do nothing but faith. Y'all follow me? All right. Let's go. Now, so, your heart. Make sure you're not treating God like a dog or an animal. Okay? God got feelings. He don't like it when we treat him like a dog or animal. But make sure your heart is right, too. When I do something to you, Frazier, I need to be doing it with the tip that you, you, what I done to one of his least ones, I done it to you. Because I'm a pastor, I can't abuse you. Now, I can chastise you and crack whip, pack the whip with the word, which is, I have that authority. But in bottom line, I ain't doing it in, as a spite. I'm doing it to encourage, to help shape and mold up in what God wants. God didn't save me when I came in the door and expect to come back 30, 40, 50 years later and I'm still a brother. I need to grow. You, your children need to grow. We as individuals need to grow because we don't realize this is not felt in the ministry. This is your ministry. This is your ministry. This is your ministry. I'm just a little shadow or, 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 or vapor that's passing through here today and gone tomorrow. Now the scriptures say we ain't no, our life is nothing but a vapor. We just passing through. So I'm a vapor here. Minute, one minute you see, you see the smoke, next minute we fade away. So we need to make sure that we doing serving God from the heart. From this point on, let's just start saying, look, I need to I make the Lord, I need to let, I, we want the Lord to see my heart. Not my accent or not what I'm thinking. See, a lot of time our thought is contaminating us. The devil throwing stuff in there and we taking it around. You got to filter things that come in your mind. This is what this, how you behave. You got to filter this stuff. Think before you say something. The Bible said be slow to speak, slow to hear. I mean, slow to rap and swift to hear. Be slow. Think about it. Let it process. I remember there are some things I wanted to say and I said, I, I, and I said, never mind, I ain't going to say that. Everybody at one time got to that point where they were getting ready to say something, then they said, uh, I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that. It may not be received right, or it may just, in your brain, you may say it may not be appropriate to say that now. It may be true, but they may not be able to take it. I look at the time when I was spanking my children. My daughter probably thought I was the meanest thing on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. But she there trembling in fear like, what is wrong with it? Why is she beating her? Why is she? 
To her, it should have been a learning experience. But she learned what to do and what not to do. But Phil. The scripture said, strong meat belongs belong to them that are hey, yeah. When you chastise somebody, you can't go overboard with it. You can't tell them how you're responding. They can tell them what, how, what the outcome will be. Mm -hmm. yeah, so you got to like come to a person that's the right way. Yeah. Yeah, you right. Like, like you just quoted that scripture with James. To slip the hip, yeah. slow to speak, slow to rap. <laughs> We don't, well, I know we have done something or said something, ain't got no business, and I ain't gonna be talking about no cussing no four letter word. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so look, I want us to, we need to stop, I want us to start coming to church believing God for a blessing. This ain't no material blessing. We don't need it sometimes. Sometimes, the reason why God can't bless us with much because we ain't doing nothing with the little. Okay. Yeah. Also, we need to believe that God is able to bring souls in here. Right? I do believe he can bring souls in. I do believe he's going to bring souls in here. But I want to make sure that when they come in, we don't contaminate them with our mess. If we treat each other, and you got to treat people to walk in the door like they are future property of God. Beware to entertain, beware to entertain strangers because some have entertained angels unaware. So, we make sure that we are they fellow that they, they, they're potential candidates for the Lord. Amen. If they'd have treated me like a dog when I first came in with no Holy Ghost or nothing, I wouldn't have saved. As I grow, I went through some stuff. I went through favoritism. I went through yeah. I went through uh -huh. what I thought was inappropriate conduct uh -huh. from a sanctified folk, uh -huh. openly and privately. Uh -huh. But I dealt with it. Why? Because I deal with that junk at work all the time. If I can deal with it at work and still go to work, I should I should be able to deal with it here. Mm -hmm. They make me mad at work or they do something that I don't feel is right or they may call me an in and joking and I look and give them that look like I ain't think that's funny. Mm -hmm. But I ain't going to make you lose your job today. Right. <laughs> that's the grace of God in me. See, I am. Look, that, you don't need to be saying that. I, I could I could blow this thing up yeah. if I wanted to. Yeah. And some people, well, I remember I was standing, I was standing uh, around somebody else, and they did something. I looked, and I ain't saying nothing. I, say, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing. But somebody else was in the, in the, in the area. They looked, and they were straight to HR. Yeah. <laughs> that person got terminated. Mm -hmm. They called me, saying. Somebody said, you witness all I'm like, oh, God, why did they do that? Everybody need a job. Yeah. I, I, I feel better about just going to the person, hey, you shouldn't say that. Yeah. You know, just caution them. I feel like people need to be talked about it. Sometimes they think what they're doing is right. They fought a lot of people at my job for, for just joking. Sure. But anyway, I, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to joke. Trying to talk about that, I'm going to talk about this lesson. Because it's a good lesson. Now, excuse me. Okay. Now, where we at? Okay. Let's explain what I'm talking about. What are you giving to God? The providence of Macedonia laid north of Greece and contained several cities mentioned in the New Testament. I want you to follow me in your mind if you can as I draw this picture, including Philippi. The Holy Spirit summoned Paul 
to this needy territory by vision of a man in Macedonia asking him to go there and preach the gospel. This is talking about in Acts 16 and 9. Now, Paul referred to this event frequently in his writing. Paul, the letters that most of the time we have here are from Apostle Paul. Most of the uh, stuff that we have here that's really interesting and helpful get the church in order. It's from Apostle Paul, but the other writers contributed their part as well. I don't want to get taken away from them. Uh, now, one at least, on, excuse me, on at least three occasions, he visited this region. And in his European, and in his first European convert was a woman named Lydia. A citizen of Philippi and chief city the chief city of the east, eastern division of Macedonia. Okay? Now, let's examine the way you give and what you give. This is where I want to get to. Paul was referring, he, when he went to Macedonia, the people was amazing to him. These people was amazing. You ever went somewhere and the sort of hospitality and love treated to you, and you said, my God, this is blowing me out the water. So much so that when you come back home, every once in a while your mind reminisces on it. I remember the time we went to went somewhere and, and, and Sister Sheldon gave us a little package and family. I know she still remember it. And to the point that she gave a little basket and we didn't have to run to the store and get any snacks and nothing. Everything was included in that little basket. Pretty much that I didn't have to run to the store and pick up nothing. You know how you go out to the hotel, you there, and you like, I want a snack. Ain't no snack yet. Everything was covered. Mm-hmm. Popcorn, little cookies, little this and little that, little this. And it was just a preacher and water bottles and all this stuff. We greatly appreciate it. Not saying I needed it all. Not saying that I would have thought any less of her if she didn't do it, but she did it. That blowed me away. Amen. She could have just gave me twenty dollars a year. Go here, go get what you want. Mm-hmm. But that that stood out more because the effort that took the taking to go and pick stuff up. Yeah. A lot of times when we we not even think about that when we give to other people. Sometimes sometimes we can just say, "Hell, oh, here go twenty dollars. Here go ten dollars." But the fact that you went and picked a card and then picked that took time. Well, you had to set aside time and go and think. You. Actually sat there and picked this stuff out, which took part, took more than just a quick grab of the wallet and throw. Amen. But it, 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 it did that in the book of Acts. Uh, the church was selling their, their stuff, mm-hmm. giving, it to, giving it to the church for the poor. Mm-hmm. And said, so I tell you, uh, Ananias, Sapphire, they tried to trick something. Yeah. But they were doing it back then, too. Amen. Yeah. So. so Sacrifice in their land. Yeah, yeah. Now, what Apostle Paul noticed in Macedonia that they gave of themselves first to the Lord. They gave, but they gave of themselves to the Lord first. That's what's missing. If people don't learn how to give of themselves to the Lord, everything. Everything else, it just ain't gonna line up. You cannot skip over self, give it to the Lord, and figure you're gonna go, go be a blessing and get get people affected and all that. You gotta give it yourself. Meaning, you, 
let me, let me, let me, let me. Paul boasted, he wrote letters, and he boasted of the Macedonian believers in his letter to the Corinthian church. Paul was in Macedonia, and he wrote letters to the Corinthians, and he, uh, uh, when he wrote that they gave, first gave of their own self to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. 2 Corinthians 8 5. Now, giving follows a natural progression. Before the uh, Macedonians gave money, they gave themselves. Now, when I'm saying give, I ain't talking about your money. Yeah. You need to get your body in check and your heart in check. Give your heart to the Lord. And if you give your heart to the Lord, you'll be about the Lord's business. Uh -huh. Not only that, you won't see feel like I'm not out here. I'm the, I'm the only one out here. I'm, the, I'm on the island all by myself. <laughs> you got to unite with those that you know with the same mind. And we all are focused on one thing, giving our heart to the Lord. The Lord going to do what he needs to do. But first, we need to all be on the same page. I can't be on page one and you on page ten. Let's get on the same page. Amen. Give of ourselves. If we get out, I mean, you can't, ain't going to give of yourself if your heart ain't in it. I can't go to church. Man, I, I should stay on my can't get on my you better give it. Give it yourself. Amen. That's part of a giving. I don't ask for no offering on Wednesday night. That's, we, we don't need to. Because you already should be giving your heart to Lord, I'm here because your word demands that I be here. And I know it's good for my salvation. And not only that, it's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Amen. God delights in sacrifice. Amen. He blesses in sacrifice. Amen. Where there's no sacrifice, there's no reward. Well, there's no suffering, there's no reward. The sacrifice sometimes feel like you're suffering in a way. Where there's no suffering, there's no blessing. You must suffer. In order to go back with Christ, you're going to suffer with him, you're going to reign with him. Mm -hmm. It's like a widow who had two money. Everybody had that big money. She said, this lady had two little money. Yeah, Do anything. So you denying God. 
money with we say, oh, that's 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 the easy part. Just reach in your pocket and give a little bit. And possessions. God bless you with a lot of things. You ain't using those lot of things. Give them some to somebody else. If I got all this stuff, I am, and I'm not even using it. Of course, if years go by, I've noticed this just sitting there in the pile. I need to take it and give it to somebody that might use it. Instead of me thinking, oh, that's mine, I paid That's mine, I paid for it. Oh, that's mine, I got it. He, I'm talking to me too, sister Fred. Because I do it out of love, my heart is facing God, 
and my heart, meaning that's God's property. Amen. Even though your level may not be on my level, I still need to be able to talk to you Amen. and let you know what my advice is based on you, God's property. I, I got to make sure you, I encourage you, not step on you. Yes. That's why I say, if you're a sinner, come. If you can wear pants, come. Yeah. Don't care about all that. You'll get your heart right. The Lord get to you. I ain't got to tell you nothing. It'll tell you what to take off. Amen. Just come. Praise the Lord. Okay. So they gave up the they gave, they also gave with joy. I said that. Okay. Now, according to this, now, not only did the Macedonian give, but they their giving produced a spirit of tremendous joy in their life. There is a direct correlation between giving and joyful living. Selfish, self-absorbed people are rarely happy, possibly because they do not have a giving attitude. If you're rarely happy, look about how is your giving, are you doing stuff out of joy? Are you growing? I gotta go empty the garbage, I gotta go to work. Huh? I gave you. Right. You ain't in no wheelchair trying to do it. That's yeah. right. You, you got a job. Mm -hmm. People who take the time to serve other people, especially children and elderly, or, or, or those in crisis, frequently report a deep abiding joy. I look at my job. I deal with a lot of elderly people. And, it, it, and what kept me at that job was not the pay. I realized that the look at their face when I come there and I'm able to do something for them. Yeah. That, that, they don't realize that. That's, they, you know, they worry about me quitting now, but they don't realize what keep, kept me there, what keeps me there to, to the point I leave is the fact that I love the residents more than the, the people running the show. The people running the show is a bunch of, I ain't going to call no names. Bunch of people, you know, I don't want. <laughs> uh, I don't like to call uh, people derogatory names. So the people are running, I ain't too favored. And it's like they just constantly have meetings and come back with more stuff that make me question. Like what? 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 Instead of it's about time, it makes me say what? But anyway, on that note, I got a sermon anyway. So okay, me just pray. It's amazing how the Lord will place you, you know, where you could be, you know, minister to others or be a light unto others. Just like he used to say with the elderly, even at my job, I used to, or when I first got there, I used to always complain because they hired a minor. So mm -hmm. the
I go there sometime and I ain't supposed to take no tip. And they come in here, yeah, I want you to take it. I said, uh, I ain't gonna take nobody. I said, look, no. And sometimes I'll be backing up. And if you keep working, I said, don't make me run now. <laughs> and then they said, well, I, I feel like I need to give you something. I said, the, the, the smile on your face that I what I what I fixed, what I did for you, and the smile on your face is priceless. Yeah. I know if, if they could, I'd be coming home, honey, look at this. The showing. But I'm not there to try to con tips out of them. I'm not You're there right. all that. I, I'm there. They do manage to get me some on me now and then, but I ain't there for that. Yeah. I told them, I said, that, 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 how your face just got relieved and feel so happy that everything that you asked for mm -hmm. has been taken care of. It's priceless. Mm -hmm. So the blessings of giving are both intangible or invisible and concrete and visible. Often, when believers suffer from financial distress, they, they discover how giving results in unexpected blessings. It does, it does. The fact that you don't have, you, you don't cause you to have mental anguish. Mm -hmm. And all you think, oh, ain't got, ain't got, ain't got. but when you help somebody, and you see the response that you do when you help them, mm -hmm. they be like, you don't even think about it. You ain't thinking about what you ain't got. You like God. I realize that money can't buy everything. Money can't help everything. Sure can, man. You need somebody. You need some interaction with somebody to help them. And they, 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 what they give you, you don't realize. They may just give you a thank you or a pat on the back or a little smile or that. But that pours on that 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 depression state. That 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 distress on your mind is pouring. It. It's like getting that stuff out of you. And that's what the Lord wants. All right? Also, Paul noticed that the Macedonian church, they also gave in great trials and deep poverty. In times where they were going through great trials and deep poverty, where they didn't have nothing, they still gave. What? 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 Okay, let's examine that for a minute. Okay. The giving of the Macedonian Macedonian noted in scripture did not occur during a time of their prosperity. Paul shared in a great trial and affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded grew unto the riches of their liberality, meaning of their giving. They, they didn't have much, but they did give. This is talking about 2 Corinthians 82. Now, their giving did not come out of the abundance, but out of difficult times. In difficult times, they still was able to give something. Yes. Something. Sometimes you ain't got money, but you can come up here and open up. You can come lead the voice. You can sing a song. You can get a prayer. You can attend yeah. your testimony. You can help encourage somebody by shouting when the word come forth. And you know it to be true. You know how it brought you. And you shout, and they're looking at you and saying, wow, man. Make it exciting. Amen. Just like you throw a little flick of a little lint on top of a pile of ashes, I mean, a pile of wood at night. It's beginning to fire at night. Everything in the mind will be burning. Everybody in the church be popping, popping, yeah. dropping. Yeah. All it takes, Brother Phil. 
Your scripture talks about the Hebrews talk about the sacrifices of praise to God. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fruit of your lips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You said, well, I got the praise Lord for it. I ain't got a millionaire. Look, if God wanted you to be a millionaire, he'd have blessed you to be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Evidently, he sees something that you don't. God time we sit up there and make declarations out of the mouth, but our heart is far from it. If the Lord bless you with a million dollars, I definitely would have to. I do this with you. I do this with you. God bless you with it. You kill. I can say, man, I can't even find them. Number none chain, aggregate chain, and AMIA. I can't find them nowhere. But they don't make declarations with this, but God is looking at that heart. We got to stop giving God this and start giving God this. I, I really feel like my heart is in this ministry. Whether people, a bunch of people come and want it too. I'm still in it. I ain't doing this. Oh, I even though I felt like I was so tired tonight, I went in there and laid down. I said, I was in my office. She came in there and she said, I thought you were in the office. Oh, I'm in there in the bed. I just felt exhausted. And then I heard the devil in my mind too. You always had church. They ain't gonna kill them one time. You did not show up. <laughs> no, I can't do that, Satan. That's right. You see, you see what I, what I call Satan? Mm -hmm. He's nowhere around. I don't see nobody. He's working through. Satan ain't always working through something. He's working through you by yourself, talking to your mind. No, Satan, you're lying. Okay, so during their hardship and difficult trials and their lacking time, they sent money to needy fellows, Christian, in Jerusalem, during a time they themselves were suffering. 2 Corinthians 8 and 4 implies that Paul tried to discourage them from giving so much. In your time of lacking, he said, Paul was trying to tell them, don't give, don't give all that. Yes. Paul was trying to discourage them. But they insisted on doing it. Mm -hmm. They understood that great investment, they understood their great investment and their largest return will come from giving to the kingdom of God. Alright? Okay, next. They had a desire to minister to the saints. Amen. Their love for God and for God's people. You, if you love God, you got to learn to love God's people. We ain't perfect, though. Amen. God didn't place you in the land of perfection yet. He didn't place you with where he's at. It's, only he's perfect. He put you around unperfect people that you can help motivate them and they motivate you to get perfect. I ain't sharpening on you. You can't sharpen yourself. So they're, they're, so, uh, uh, their love for God and for God's people motivated the Macedonian to give. Now, Back to where Brother Fields was at, and I said, I'm going to talk about that later. Now it's the later. The Shulamite woman. 
in the Old Testament was another example of the type of kindness that the Macedonian people had. She built a, a, a dwelling place for the prophet Elijah and his servant. When the prophet examined her motive, meaning the prophet didn't look at her mouth, he looked at her heart. This what this lady doing all this for me for. He discovered she simply loved the work of God. Amen. She didn't want nothing. She didn't ask nothing. She didn't protest or petition him for anything. She just loved the work of God. You may be in a time where you don't see all these miracles, signs, gifts, and wonders that you want to see. But you still should love the work of God. So you need to love our people. We ain't perfect. Understand if you understand we ain't perfect, you may you you you'll you'll be more forgiven when when they say something or do something and you say, Oh, I can't. Stand up church people. Well, I heard people say that. I said, stand up church people. They all, no, we ain't. That's right. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That man had his light shining for her. Hmm? She said, told her, I proceed this, so this is a man of God. His light was shining. Mm -hmm. And this girl on my house on the side. He didn't go there preaching. Yeah. He didn't go there doing <laughs> So, so, but because uh, uh, she, uh, uh, she he, she, he examined her motive and realized that she loved the work of God because of this pure motive, God granted the woman her deepest desire, a child. Mm -hmm. She gave without being asked or prompted. Uh -huh. No, you know, oh, come on, come on, come on, do this, uh, come on, come on. She, no one pushed her and, come on, come on, go ahead, mm -hmm. you do this, give yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> She just did it because she loved the word of God. Now, she gave without being asked or prompted and with no expectation in return. She gave, she didn't want, she wasn't doing it. Say, I know the man gonna bless me. I know he gonna give me something. I know he gonna prophesy something more. No, no, that wasn't it. As a result, she received a great blessing from God. When we doing stuff, we gotta make sure that our motive is in check. Our heart is in check. So I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm paying my tithes for the Lord. I'm giving, I'm coming to church because of the Lord. I'm doing it not because of felt. Now, I ain't got no heaven there. If you come because of me, then don't come, okay? That's between you and God. God, it's a hard thing here. Yeah. I come to church. Why do you think I'd be in my post? I have a post now that God placed me in. That's my post. What? That's where I need to be at. I need to be in my post. If you are, if God saved you, your post is the bench. You need to be there when the church don't go. Ain't, ain't nobody trying to keep you out these seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I got a life. <laughs> I don't want to be out here all day long. Man, I, want, I got stuff to do like you. I'll be, I'll be selfish trying to keep you out here because I got free time. I need to be mindful. Can't do that. So anyway, so Paul encouraged, encouraged. They had a desire to minister to the saints. You should have that desire to minister to saints. Minister, just just your your your, your presence is enough. Encourage each one another. Encourage one another. That's why it grieves me. Yes, I get grieved. And if I'm grieved, I know God is grieved. I get grieved when we go into convocation. Not too many people want to go. Even if most of the bill is coming off the church. 
Somebody done contributed enough in there to help cover you and help you. Pastor Walker used to say, even if you can't go, maybe you can help help somebody else with their going. Oh, and, and that's true, Pastor. Sometimes you, you can't be the one to be in the place wherever, but you can help somebody else. Mm -hmm. in Macedonia. They're like, wow, all the churches need to be like this. Yeah. So he began to start writing letters. In this particular letter we, we, we're dealing with now is where he sent the letter to the Corinthian church. But it's running it down to us, so it's coming to us anyway. So Paul encouraged other churches to follow the Macedonian example in their way. And, and he began to outline it here. He said, before the party uh, 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 Yeah, Before departing for Jerusalem. Yeah, before departing for Jerusalem with the with the contributions for the poor churches in Judah, Paul wrote two letters, which is still in effect, to the Corinthian church. The second in which he presented the presented the Macedonian presented the Macedonians as an example for the Corinthians to follow. Yes. So he said, look, I'm going to try to follow this example that I just experienced here in Macedonia, Corinthians. And then we get to that. Abound in Christian grace. Now, grace is favor. You may call it what blessing, whatever it is. I'm putting it in this way. I want the grace of God in my life. Eventually, I'm saying, I want the favor of God in my life. Okay? Now, Paul, Paul identified the grace of God as the motivating factor for the Macedonian giving. Nobody can be like that except God be in them. And they got an heart for God. Now, this is talking about in the scripture. I ain't going to name it. Now, he reminded Corinthians from what he experienced in Macedonia. He reminded Christian believers to give our of the overflow of God's abundance. Now, today, God still provides enough both to sustain us and to use as a channel of his blessing towards others. God gives some of us enough that we can sustain us and also give to show out of a love to bless others. But here. Now that was scripture saying saying second Corinthians chapter eight verse nine said talking about Jesus Christ though he was rich. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. You got it. But so, he came came poor for us. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. Now that's what he did. Yeah. He, he, you got to understand where Jesus came from and what he what he came into. Yeah. He left royalty and came out to, to to the ghetto. <laughs> I'm putting it away where your mind can receive this. A king is 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 all right in his kingdom, surrounded by his 
impressive royalty and, 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 and pomp and all this other stuff and, and glory and, and he came there. He could have sent somebody, but he put on a body. I do it myself. Put on a body and called his name Jesus and said, let me go down to the ghetto and help these people. <laughs> yes. No. Okay. Okay. Let me let me go ahead. Now, the New Testament frequently refers to this in in Ephesians two and five and and three and eight riches of God's grace in Christ Jesus. Ephesians one and three talks about spiritual blessing in heavenly places. First Corinthians three twenty one through twenty three. All things belong to you. 2 Corinthians 8, 2, abundance of joy. 2 Corinthians 8, 7, abound in everything. Now, uh, okay. Look at what Paul said referring to Exodus. Paul began to talk to them referring to something from Exodus. In writing to the Corinthian church, Paul quoted Exodus 16, 14 through 21, which described God's gift of manna to the Israelites in the wilderness. Oh, yeah, yeah. His, okay. At first, some people gathered extra manna uh -huh. and were disappointed to find it infected with maggots. <laughs> God didn't tell them to get extra. Mm -hmm. But they took extra anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, you ate what you want, you stuck something around, say, man, they don't, I might be hungry. God said, get, they were supposed to take what they needed. Mm -hmm. But they took extra. And when they came back to look at it and get it, it was infested with maggots. Any matter left on the ground melted after everyone gathered their daily ration. God promised a sufficient supply to all. And it displeased him when believers become greedy and selfish with their blessings. Yes, yes. Well, I ain't got no money. Blessing ain't always about money. You got a selfish heart. Stop being selfish with your heart. Give your heart to the Lord. God will make something out of them. You'll be amazed that if you give your heart to the Lord, how God will give you a, a heart for the people. Mm -hmm. Nah, I'm going to step back a little bit. I'm backtracking. Remember, we ain't perfect. That's why we're here. That we may obtain perfection. Yeah. We make mistakes. We hurt you. You hurt me. But we love each other. Just like family. Family hurt each other. But we still family, so we forgive and we let it go. Yes, we should. Mm -hmm. I hate to see a sanctified person reminiscing on stuff that done happened 20 or 30 years. Well, this, this, and that, and that. That's dead and gone away. Forget about that. We got, a, we got the here and now and the future to look forward to, and you still don't, going back there in the past. How I look at my 66-year-old self talking about what, what, what we did in high school. How I used to do that, cut it at the, at the club. What, what does that matter? That's dead and gone. Forget that's dead. That's, I can't, I can't. I, that, that's, that's something that, that time is gone, meaning, Time is there to spend. Time is not going to sit there and wait for you to get it. Time is there to spend. You're going to spend it one way or the other. Amen. You can't take it with you. It's, you got to use it. So you might as well use it to benefit you. 
Because once you did it, you can't say, man, let me go back in time and redeem and take that back and do something. No, it's too late. You spent it. If you wasted time with the Lord, that you spent it. God have a record of how much time you use serving him. Giving him your heart. Doing what he say. And a record of this. Redeem the time. For the days are evil. Praise the Lord. You can still make it right, even though you you bombarded with a with a mindset and the history of all wrong, 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 wrong. You can still make it right by the grace, the favor of God. All right. Any questions? Right on schedule. No question. Okay. So we are. And now, now that Paul was saying, uh, 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 regarding our giving, the Macedonian had add, had to add something else to their, their, their his, his, his stay with Macedonia that Paul encouraged the Corinthian church, you need to add this too, the grace of giving. Mm-hmm. And this ain't always about money. I, I have to keep stressing that. Because people think church people, all they want is money. All they want is money. If everyone is money, every time I come in here, I'll be saying, it's open time. But I ain't. I want you to give your heart to the Lord. Everything else will fall into place. Now, we we can observe the, 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 the principle difference between giving under the law and giving under grace. Under the law, men often thought, I must give in order to be accepted by God. This is common among many religions that teach doing good works in order to earn God's approval. Under grace, however, we give because God has accepted us already. In other words, we serve God and give to his kingdom because he saved us, not as a means of to merit salvation. We ain't trying to earn it by giving, but we do it because he saved us out of our heart for God and God's people. So we, everything we do, when, when I'm broke, I can still give to God. Mm-hmm. I come to the church, I, it don't cost me nothing to pick up the Bible and open up and read it. I can have no money in my pocket, but still be able to give to God. But I can't let that dictate to me, well, you ain't got no money, what do you, what do you, oh, God, I'm depressed. My happiness should not be based on the fact that how much money I got in my pocket or in my bank. Money comes to go. Remember, time comes to go. You have to use it, and money comes to go. You got to spend it. And the, 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 the rude awakening of reality is, if you don't spend it, your descendants will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The doctor tells me that. You can't take it. If we save it, and we die and we leave it, somebody's going to pick it up and say, hey, that's about it, that's about that. And they'll be thanking God for you while they're enjoying what you, what you left them. Yeah, I did it to my dad and mom. Reluctantly, you know, but you said, I, I say, well, if it had not been for them, I probably wouldn't have had this. If it had not been for them, I thank God. They ain't thought of it, because it was theirs to give to whoever they want. They gave me a little something. I appreciate it. But don't think they have to give it to you. No, they don't. Okay. 
many religions. Uh, uh, many religions include the Jewish, include, including the Jewish religion, require that members require that members to give, and it fosters resentment. Under grace, giving is a privilege that brings joy and a means by which the giver demonstrates his gratitude toward God. I give my time because I show the Lord I'm grateful for him saving me. I give my money because I show the Lord I'm grateful for saving me. I go and, and fellowship with the saints of God, not because I always want to or I'm financially able to, but I want to show the Lord I'm grateful for what he did to me and I want to encourage somebody else. Remember, sometimes people are get so callous among being around their own country and need them on their own kin that they need to hear something from somebody else testimony. And that encouraged them to live saved too. Yeah. Just like it encouraged me to pull up. Yeah. I saw in my own mind how I need to be saved. And then when I began to jump outside the box, the box got bigger. Things began to change. So we need to jump outside the box. Stop saying, if it don't come this way, I, you know, you can't say to this, Lord, if you don't bless me this way, I ain't going to receive it. You know, you got some people that, if the Lord don't give me a burning bushy spirit, I ain't coming. Yeah. Well, you may not never come then. Mm. Them days of God talking directly to Moses is over. Mm. He talking to his people now. He already told us what to do, feed. Amen. So, believe it or not, you eating something. Amen. Even though you don't see me with a spoon and fork, you eating something. From God to me to you. Mm. And eventually you're going to grow and you're going to be able to feed too. At least you chose this right. Uh, I, I wouldn't say, you know, the days of God talking directly to you over, but the day of him burning the bush. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. No, I said I, uh, I the days of God talking to you is not over, but the days of burning the bush. <laughs> right. God trying to get your attention. Good. The scripture says, man, the tree of the Lord. You got the Holy Ghost to show up. You don't fire up. That's true. You probably don't see that metaphor. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's Everything else is always, it's not important. It ain't important to, when, it's, everything is important when it's too late. Right. It's afraid, it's fellas. You know, the lesson tonight, that's what you're talking about, giving up yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah, you could have stayed home, you needed some extra rest, you worked really hard, different that. It's giving up yourself. I remember just recently, somebody that I was talking to, uh, I, I had been trying to get with them and talk to them and get with them. And it was like kind of late and they called and they were surprised. You gonna come? I said, sure, I told you. Call me, I'll come. And it, I, I guess that kind of threw them off because they were like, ah, are they really gonna come? You know, because you know, sometimes we say stuff, oh, but you don't worry, I'll help you. And then we say, okay, so it's something else. Oh, well, you know, I gotta go here, I gotta do yeah. this. Oh, well, you see what time it is? Yeah. And, you know, that, that's how we draw other people because I know when I got saved and those people came to the church at, at 2 o'clock in the 
tell my baby, she's so still, you know, once we finish, I'm going to go ahead and go. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And then and she said, what's your whole name? She didn't even know my whole name. She came to a church at 2 o'clock at night, you know, in the morning, mm-hmm. to help somebody get baptized and left her baby home sick. That just do me, and I thought, like, oh, man, these people must be crazy. Something's wrong <laughs> with them. You know, because my selfish heart said, ain't no way I was leaving my child. Ain't no way I was driving away over here. I don't even know her. You know, and that makes you realize, wow, you know, these people, they got to have God, because who would do that? Who would give of themselves like that? You got a heart for the Lord. You know, it, it was, it's just, you know, it makes That's you. Awesome. That's why the people of God are giving and they are givers. It does bring about a joy. Because, I mean, she was smiling at me and she was, oh, you know, honey, this is what you should do. And she looked all happy. And I'm like, you left your baby home and they fit? You know, that's all, you know, my evil heart, that's all I can think of. You left your baby home? So that's all, because my heart wasn't right. But her heart was clear. She was happy somebody come to the Lord. You know, these these are times when people's hearts are, you know, it's not soft anymore. It's very hard. You know, so you gotta really be givers. You really gotta give yourself. You gotta do like the Lord can do. You got to give, even if it's your enemy. If they're in a need, you gotta supply a need. Yeah, we don't want to, but when you have the real heart, you end up doing it. Amen. Yeah, good. First of all, that's one. Who else? Anybody else? I'm sure said, the Lord wasn't going to let you get away. <laughs> I, 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 I look at that. I, I, I'm thinking about what you're saying. I'm glad you said that. What would have happened if she had said, well, wait a minute. This is going to have to wait until tomorrow morning. You might not have got That's what they were going to say. I just wanted them to leave me alone. So I was just like, okay, okay, I'll get baptized. I'll get baptized. Look what happened. Look at the regular wheelchair back. You got baptized. It's the middle of and see, that's how the work, the church yeah. people come in anyway. Yeah. She got baptized. She came back with us to me. God eventually pulled me in. Yeah. And eventually, I had a family. They pulled them in. Mm-hmm. You see, all this, if, if they would skip her, probably none of these things would have transpired the way it was. God it was his master in, 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 in organizing, orchestrating things. He knew that you was going to get me. My little stubborn self. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, I got to get y'all out of here. So yeah, okay, now one more thing. Now, uh, so Jesus Christ is our example and giving. Uh, according to our lesson, it said, "For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that yeah. do he was rich." Talking about what field we talking about? Though he was rich. Now you may say, "Where was he rich at?" I didn't see what. Look. You got to look further than the natural. He was rich where he came from. He had it all. You look natural. Jesus didn't walk around with no gold, with no gold and silver. He didn't walk around riding this. He wasn't rich down here. He came out. Look, if I got a bunch of gold and jewelry at home, and I'm finna go to the ghetto, guess where I'm gonna leave my gold and jewelry? Thank you. Why? Because I get trampled on the foot. <laughs> I ain't crazy. He left his riches and going back there and said, let me go down here. He put on a workman clothes and came down here and had to work. 
I do it myself. In a sense, okay, now, now it said, for you know that grace, the grace of our Lord Christ, that though he was rich, yet for, I'm talking, I'm, I'm second Corinthians 8 9. Uh, though he was, though he was rich, yet for our sake he became poor, that ye or you through his poverty might be rich. He came and traded, he said, I'm going to get poor so that I can make them rich. His desire, look, if he didn't come down here, we wouldn't have a chance to get into the kingdom of God and be partaker of his riches and his glory when the rapture takes place or we go when he calls us out of here. So he came to make us rich. The just thing is, we don't see the rich yet that he had promised for us. We may see a little bit of prosper, prosperity. And you should be grateful that God don't give you too much that you can't handle. It should not just be my prayer, but it should be all our prayer. Lord, give me enough to keep me safe, but not too much to make me backslide. If I know I can't, if you, let's put it this way. Lord, if you know I can't handle riches, don't give it to me. Because bottom line, I need to be saved. But if you know I can handle it and use it to help your people, give it to me. So when he gives it to me, I can't, this is mine. I got mine my way. I got mine, now you got to get yours. No. Uh, the Lord left behind all the riches of heaven in order to save mankind. Amen. He never considered himself but gave because of his love. This became the basis for our giving as well. It should become the basis of our giving as well. So what have we learned so far? What have we learned? Have you learned anything yet? Hmm? Yes. Believers should not need to be urged or even asked to give. But they should give because Jesus gave himself without reservation. He didn't just give a part. Wait, wait, y'all gonna put the crown? Okay, that's it. Time out. Take it. Take it. Take everything. Take my life. Everyone should be involved in the process of giving. It is not limited to the wealthy or to the poor. Amen. Further, poverty is no excuse for refusing to give. You got time. You got a mouth, you got hands, you can give, you can help. If you don't know how to do nothing, you can come watch and learn. If you come watch and ah, I can't do nothing, you can be the one to bring a glass of water to the people that's out there working or whatever. You can do something. Everybody use it. And, and, and don't limit yourself by what you can do right now. Say to yourself, I can't do this, but I'm willing to learn. Mm. Keep open mind that. I'm not locked in what I know now because God has blessed me with the mind, the intellect, not as a dog or animal or goat or cat. But I can learn new things and, and still be better and better. As time, if God give me more time, I can still learn. I'm learning. We're growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're growing in, in this world, understanding it more, mastering it more. And not only are we mastering it, we want to share, show or teach others. That's 
you know, we, we, we tend to look down on youth. I know a lot of people do. They say, the young generation just ain't, they ain't got it like that. Which I agree. But we need to help them get it like we got it. Amen. If, if we just put them down and don't try to help them, they don't stand a chance. But we got to help them. Sometimes by what we say, sometimes by them being around us, just having a mind. Anybody that have a willing heart, please shadow me. And you're learning anything. I love what, what excites me more is when somebody wants to learn. Like the Haitian guy at my job who's in charge of the, one of the nicest buildings at John, John Knox. And the building they're building now is going to top that. But I know he never could have saw himself. They looked down on him and still do because he's skin color. And because he's you know, Haitian, that's a double whammy. But anyway, mm-hmm. I. Took him on my way. Said, man, anytime you need something, let's call me. I help He appreciate that, and he does call me. And I'll be up there. Oh, that Haitian guy. He don't know nothing. Right? But I'll be glad to help. I know how I feel to get on a job and don't know how to do something. And all I have is my wife and the phone. Get the book. I called and told him. <laughs> I wish I had somebody like me. Be that person that you wish you had around you. Amen. You know, we, we are, well, I'm, I'm, I've been hurt. Everybody's hurt me. This one hurt me, that one hurt me. But you wish somebody was around you that, that didn't hurt you. Be that person. Don't be the cause of, don't, the, because they hurt you, don't be, you don't go around hurting them. Be the, be the person that you wish that you had around you. That's what you're there for. That's pouring grace and showing them the love of God. That's giving of yourself and showing the love of God, which cannot be received with a dollar bill or 20. They can't see the love of God because you gave them a 20. In some instances, maybe, but giving up your time and your heart. And they say, why do you keep doing this for me? Amen. I feel like they say, because I love the Lord. And I needed somebody like that in my life when I was coming. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, maybe didn't have it. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. If you did, praise the Lord. If you didn't, well, you can become that person. All right? I'm almost finished. Oh, beautiful. Praise the Lord. Any questions? Okay, um, one more thing. We talked about so what did we learn? We learned that we can give more than just money. Our hearts is the most important thing besides money. Because if we learn to get our heart right, money is just a byproduct of our heart. Wanna go a few around say about people? Paul was talking about first Corinthians thirteenth chapter, cherish do I give my body to be burned? I'm giving all this and they got charity. You're right. Everyone should be involved in the process of giving. It is not limited to the wealthy or to the poor. Further poverty is no excuse. Uh, Jesus commanded the very poor woman who gave to the temple treasury what was for her a large amount. She just gave what she had 
the people gave out of their abundance. They had a bunch more left. Now, if they would have went and took all their bunch more that they had left and put it in there, Jesus probably would have recognized them. But Jesus knew that they had a bunch to go back to. This lady gave her last. So in Jesus' eyes, she gave more than all of them. Who gonna give that last? That widow with a cruel Lord. Yeah. A little bit of milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Willingness. Yeah. Yeah. In my clothing, what there's a willingness in the motive of true generosity. Let me tell you about that. It's real quick, and you will be out of here by the 30th. Uh, Mark uh, 12, 42, 40, 44. I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to read a portion. And there, and there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in her two mites. It's like what I'm saying. It's just like two pennies. Mm -hmm. Which make a farting. And she called unto... And and he called unto his disciples. Jesus said, hey, hey, come here, come here, come here, quick. In the day and time we're in now, you do that, the preacher said, hey, wait a minute. We don't take no pennies. We don't take no coin, dollar bills. Yeah. They make funny. Yeah. But Jesus called the disciples and said, hey, 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 hey. So they all came and said unto them, Verily, truly I say unto you, that this poor widow has cast in more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. Now, I know the disciples looking like, that's the two pennies. <laughs> like, is this man mad? For, and then Jesus began to explain why he said that. He said, for all they did cast in for their abundance. Uh -huh. But she of her want did cast in all that she had even all her living. Mm. Her all, what she had to live by was told in that day. In this example, Jesus explained that sacrificial giving <clears throat> is proportional to what we have. As such, a rich man can give much and God might not consider it as a sacrificial gift. While a poor woman could give little, and God could consider her giving a great sacrifice. But don't come up here trying to fool God now. I'm going to leave my money at home. This is all I got. God already see you looking at you. Yeah, Ananias. The good thing God don't drop you dead and make a point on it. All right, so I'm going to stop there. What are you giving to God? That's the title of this stuff. What are you giving to God? Let's examine our heart. Get our heart right. We come in here and we're going to give God it all. Give God all. Remember, when the, if, if the mark of the beast start implementing itself. Oh, I could follow God. Thank you. The mark of the beast start implementing itself and we still here. Do you not know we can't take that mark? You should not go and take that mark. You shouldn't have to call me pastor. What should I do? Don't take the mark. If we are here now, well, I won't be able to feed my kids. That's God's problem. Amen. That's not my problem anymore. That's God's problem. Alright? Only way I can help you is I don't took the mark and I'll feed you. 
But I know I'm going to hell. Don't take them off. You would love to give God your heart. Right there, we're helping one another there. Yeah. Don't take them off. Don't take them off. Help one another. This corona stuff ain't tomorrow. No. All right. Are all my hearts mind clear? Let's go. Third. Very good. I hope I see it today.